It's your daily dose. I'm Bob. If you listen to this podcast, it will come as no surprise to you that Nick and I share a love of food. Delicious things show up very frequently in our conversations. We often eat together before recording. Either Nick brings food or we order in. Recently, I got up the nerve to make an actual Greek dish for my very Greek friend. It's called spinakopita, and it's delightful. It's this rich, creamy cheese and spinach pie encrusted in dozens of layers of golden baked phyllo dough. I made this dish before, but never for a discerning Greek palate. I'm happy to say that despite my fears that I would disappoint my partner, he ate it up and loved it. And that, dear listeners, is exactly how we hope you feel about this episode. Enjoy. I think about the gift of food a lot because being Greek, <laughs> that's something. Hey, you brought me a gift of food do. today and I before. Did. You bring delicious yeah. things to this. Thank I you. I try to. I try to. And you also bring delicious things to this as well. And, you know, coming from a culture that that's something that you do, right? You go to somebody's house, you bring food, you bring wine, you bring something. And then, you know, if you have a Greek grandmother, you're going to get fed as a way of showing appreciation and love. Mm-hmm. And you better be hungry, for God's sake. Please be hungry. Greek and Italian, there's a, there's a similarity. Very, to- very similar. What about when, you know, like I was pretty well known for bringing in snacks and foods from new places that are opening up, new local places especially. Yeah. And, you know, I want people to like it as much as me, but sometimes they didn't. You know, the the mochi ice cream or the really weird coffee drink or the, you know, something a little bit out there may not be picked up by everybody else. So it's like you have to give the gift, but then you have to be okay with the person not necessarily sharing your level of enthusiasm for the gift when it comes to something like that. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Although I think one of the things about you and the way that you give gifts is that it, it is thoughtful in a different way. Okay. You wanting to patronize new vendors out there, mm-hmm. people people that we haven't seen before and support their businesses in addition to bringing something delicious to a friend. And you bring new experiences. I think that's something that that you probably introduce in a lot of people's lives, just new something. Uh, so, you know, you brought arugula to me once, which was delightful and delicious. I got some uh, delicious cookies over there. What do you call them? Uh, Oh, uh, macarons. 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 Yeah. Delightful and delicious. And guess what? I-, I wouldn't say that I'm someone who's really into macarons, but yeah. they are delightful. And the fact that they came from you as a gift, that made them more delicious. So, you know. I did not make them. No. But, I don't want people listening to think that I'm going to make dude, them But dude, your sister did. You're yes. attached to somebody who can make that deliciousness. That's, yes. That's a beautiful thing. And the gift of food... Because we are Italian and Greek, it means something, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it gets inside you in the most literal way. When I get the gift of food, I, I try not to poop for a couple of days just so I can hold on to that special something. That's where the stool softener comes in. Hey, might need it tonight. <laughs> I, I no longer believe in willpower. I think it's a bunch of crap. I think it's This is not a person stupid. named Will Power. No, I, I would like to meet a person named Will Power. I'd give him a good pop in the noggin because he doesn't. he's not real. It's not Will okay, Power. It's not a real thing. It's, All right, uh, when you say Will Power. It's, it's like trying to keep yourself from doing something. Will Power. Like I'm trying to avoid eating this or drinking that. Okay. Or you know whatever it is. But the Will Power says, uh, Will Power is the ability to stop yourself from doing something you want to do. Right? Right. That... I, 
or you, you think w- you want to do, you think you want to do, or that you also know that is against some sort of principle that you have or some sort of need that you have. Yeah. But it's about self deprivation is the thing. It's all about depriving yourself of whatever that thing is, that thing that is both attractive and unattractive to you. Right. Uh, And I've kind of traded it out for the concept of discipline. And I saw this beautiful quote that was discipline uh, is going after what you want most rather than going after what you want right now. Oh yeah. And that, to me, that gives me something to work with. Yeah. You know, when I used to be a part of Weight Watchers, they'd say, nothing tastes as good as thin feels. And you go, okay, that's that principle of discipline and action. It's yeah. saying, well, feels good to be thin and it feels better to be thin than it does anything you could put in your mouth. So remember that when you want to put something in your mouth. Um, I just started this new program, which has got me thinking about all this stuff called Naturally Slim. Which I really don't like the name of it. And some of the principles are a little hokey, but it's caused me to rethink the way I eat. And uh, and that is good, but it's taking discipline in order to stay with the program and to do the things that they suggest. Like they have pre-meal or between-meal skills that you should practice, making sure that you are hungry enough before you eat. So you have to get a level three on a scale of four before you eat anything. If you're not a level three, you're not eating, right? Then you take your plate full of food when you get it in front of you and you're during meal skills, you're going to eat slowly, chewing, 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 put your fork down. 10 minutes, you're eating. Five minutes, you're not eating. 10 minutes, you're eating. And if you're done before that 25 minutes is up, you're eating too fast. So you're not pounding your food because you have to do the next thing or you're not pounding your food while you're watching a TV show and you don't even realize how fast no you're eating. unconscious eating this is the thing yeah. and the consciousness of it that takes discipline because one of the things that I learned from this I, I love to eat you know I love to eat right yeah. eating this way is boring it's boring and I have to reheat my food halfway through because by the time I get through you know 15 minutes it's not warm anymore right so I you know I've got all these reasons the first first day I'm on the program I'm like this program doesn't work my food's getting cold I'm gonna eat it <laughs> then I was like okay rethink that and so little by little it is helping me to rethink I am starting to lose weight which is good because my goal is to drop 40 pounds in the next six months and uh, I want to do it healthily, but I want it off me. I'm yeah. feeling like I'm ready to uh, to rock a bikini this summer. Uh, I can't wait for that. I think we should record. We should have one of our recording sessions where we're both just bikinis. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'll wear the yeah. top. You wear the bottoms. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> thong, 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 thong. I had a um, because I used to get sandwiches at work. I used to get subs, and I used to eat them so fast that I would I would literally get sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I was taking such a big bite, I was trying to finish quickly so I could do whatever it was I needed to do. Yeah, two chew swallow, and, two yeah. chew swallow. And so I had this idea. It was a bad business idea, but I think it's still pretty valid. It's called the last straw. So what you would do is it's a bigger like boba straw. Yeah, and you would stab the sandwich so you would get a cross section of everything and then you would suck it out and chew that yeah and then you would stab it yeah it would take a while to eat it <laughs> i'm just picturing this you know this going to a restaurant and it's like what size straw would you like sir? yeah i'll take a 10 gauge tonight thank you charles i am very hungry yeah your biggest straw thank you <laughs> something the size of a tumbler yeah you just no silverware just it. straws 
Well, it is kind of silverware of sorts, but I would think I would want my straw to be clear glass, though, so I could see that cross-section with every bite. Yeah. I, I think that I'd be stabbing it and then pulling out and looking at it. Yeah, just uh, savoring it, because you eat with your eyes first. Well, and it's, it's what is that? It's like a sandwich parfait, right? It's just a series of sandwich parfaits that you're sucking into your mouth. Yeah. I think that could be a little dangerous, though. The whole concept of sucking solids through a straw. Uh-huh. Imagine the, reversing the spitball technique, if you will. You're going to choke a little bit every once in a while. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worth it. Yeah. Or you just, you have it pre-prepared. You're not doing the stabbing. We do the stabbing for you and you just get a little, <laughs> I'm thinking of like almost a porcupine looking plate with all these straws already sticking out with all the pieces. Suck, put the straw down. Suck, I the straw love down. this porcupine sandwich concept. That's really cool. That's a little bit of waste involved. I don't want to get into the details of that. So much waste but, involved. But it is a cool concept. That's all. All right. We're going to work on that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I got that. Good. Thanks. What is the best meal you've had based on a particular situation? So it's not just the food, right? It's because you're with these friends or you're in this particular city or something just happened, this event just happened in your life? Wow. That's an interesting question. I have to think about that for a second. I, so I'll tell you mine. Please. It was in New Orleans. We were there for uh, my wife's birthday. I took her there and I surprised her with a bunch of her friends before a lot of other people got there. Uh, two of our mutual friends were there and we went out to dinner to Giacomo's, which is a fairly famous New Orleans establishment. Hadn't eaten there before. Yeah, I heard of them actually. I've heard of them. Yeah, and it's it's fantastic. So we had like this bizarre, it was a savory cheesecake with like alligator and shrimp in it. And I ordered, everyone else ordered fish because you're in New Orleans, you order fish. But they had this bizarre menu special. It was pork chops stuffed with ground beef and shrimp. So I always think of it as like the Noah's Ark of food because I want pork chops stuffed with two of every animal. Right. That's basically what I felt like I ordered. I love it. And I won that night in terms of like the best meal on the pl- on the table because the fish were fantastic. Everything else was really good. But that one, everyone else had to try it and everybody else was mad that they didn't get it. I love it. But then not only that, so we were there, this was probably 2007. So there was some sort of um, opening at the uh, World War II Museum. There, They have a big World War II Museum because that's where they created the boats that um, uh, stormed the beaches at Normandy, I think. Ah, the Lutz. Yeah. I think that it's one of those types of vehicles is there. So they had the cast of Band of Brothers come in for that. So we met Ron Livingston, the guy from uh, Office Space. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's very And then a cool. couple of the other guys. So it was like this whole, like, just good food, good friends, being away from home, being out in this incredible city that, you know, we appreciated because we'd been there multiple times, meeting this guy, this famous guy from Office Space, which is, of course, this great movie. And it was, it just made the meal that much better. That's incredible. That's yeah. beautiful. And guess what? I think food tastes better when you enjoy the company that you're with. Oh, 100%. I am. Um, okay. The Probably the most recent example I could offer you is my last experience working with corporate Uber in San Francisco. Cooper. Last, <laughs> Cooper. Yeah. And they are, they're a very cool, interesting group. I'm working with their top internal auditing team. 
and uh, they invited me to go out the last night. Usually, I decline when my clients invite me out, but I really enjoyed spending time with them. They were unique, diverse, fun crowd, and they were taking me to a restaurant that everybody loved, and it was a restaurant that specializes in Chinese dumplings. Oh. I have to tell you something. We had uh, this lady, Michelle, who I think was actually working out of Mexico uh, for Uber at the time, but she was in for this meeting, and she ordered for us. She is a she is a millennial Asian woman who knows dumplings. She brought so much food onto this table, and it just kept coming. And I I wasn't that into dumplings, but I'm salivating now remembering it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they brought us these um, these soup dumplings. Have you ever done yes. a soup dumpling? Oh, well, I've seen them on TV, but yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking you're supposed about. To, you, you poke it with a straw and you suck the juice out of it and then you eat the dumpling. Yeah. Incredible. But she had to teach me the processes for each of these foods. And it was amazing how we all learned because I wasn't the only one that didn't know anything about these dumplings. And we laughed and we drank. And in the end, they all took off in different directions. And I was left there right in front of Ghirardelli. <laughs> they dined and dashed this, on you. This was this had to be a thousand dollar meal. Oh sure, for that sure. there were yeah. like twenty people there at the table, and the food just kept flowing, and it was really high quality food in a really great place. Uh, yeah, when I left there, I was full, I was happy, I had finished my project, and I got to watch the sunset uh, right in front of the Ghirardelli Chocolate Building overlooking a little body of water, and it was oh, delightful. Yeah, yeah. That's so great. that was, but it was a cool experience because. I was going to say no. I wasn't, I just didn't, I was exhausted. I had just done a week in San Francisco with these good people. You I got work to do. You got to probably pack to go home. I just wanted to go home and go to bed because yeah. I had spent the whole day with them and had drawn every ounce of creativity out of them that I could uh, and felt good about it. But, but then when I went, I was oddly energized by both the food and the company. It was, it's good. It reminds me that I have to say yes to things like that. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I did that this weekend, actually. I said yes to birthday dinner with my birthday friends. I have a group of friends. We call them the birthday gang just when we're referring to them from my house because every year around our birthdays, we're all Virgos in September, um, we get together and we hang out and we usually go to a restaurant. We eat, we drink, we laugh so loud that people want us to move because we're obnoxious. But we love it because we love each other. And this weekend, I was having a crappy day. I was having a, a... depressed birthday it wasn't because of the birthday right no it just happened to be a down day low and uh, i didn't want to go out that night and we were invited to our friend's house we're gonna safe distance in the house but order mellow mushroom pizza and and hang out and i just made myself do it and i came home that day feeling a lot better than when i left my house that day because what i actually needed was my friends to infuse me with a little good juice and sometimes I forget that they can do that when I'm trying to cocoon myself from them. Hello, it's Nick. Thank you for listening. You've probably heard the cliche, you are what you eat. But I also firmly believe you are defined by who you eat with. The people you choose to share a meal with can make the food better. It's tastier. The entire experience is more memorable. And if you're with people you love and the food is awful, it makes for a great story. I hope that's not the case though. Make it a point this week to schedule a picnic with friends. One with air conditioning, of course.